How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject. So I briefly talked about this, uh, briefly, I don't even know how long I did talk about it, but uh, something that I'm super excited about and something that I've recommended people to jump on during this pandemic, even though I think in my opinion, it's so much better when it's done in person, and that is getting into tabletop gaming. And so I do not even know the name of that podcast. I, I didn't even look it up before I got into recording this. But in the spirit of it, because tomorrow, and that's what the subject of this podcast is going to be a little bit about, is um, I am going to be talking about uh, Dungeons & Dragons and Baldur's Gate 3, the game, which tomorrow is coming out. Um, So excited about this. I'm not going to lie. I've been playing Baldur's Gate 1 on my cell phone. (laughs) and it's been, I'm pulling it up right now, so you can see it's literally one of my most recent uh, apps. Of course, I've been working to, you know, managing business and, and personal stuff as well. But there there's that Baldur's Gate 1 going on on my cell phone at the moment. This is old. Looking at this, you're like, what is this? This is like antiquated. This was made in 98, okay? So this is supposed to look antiquated. The new one, though, looks great. And I am super excited because this Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate One, excuse me, Dungeons and Dragons. This Baldur's Gate One is based on Dungeons and Dragons rule set um, two, I believe. Baldur's Gate Two was actually based off of um, Dungeons and Dragons uh, rule set three. I got into Dungeons and Dragons as a kid as the tabletop game after um, three and a half, so three point five had rolled out. Uh, I don't even know what year that was, but I was still a youngster. Um, now we're in rule set five, rule set four kind of made revolutionary changes to the rule set. And I never really, it really, um, I never got into it. I didn't like the rules that they had did, but rule set five kind of was like a happy medium between three and a half and four. And in preparation for, um, uh, Baldur's Gate three, I've been rereading everything from the player's handbook about, races and classes and making sure that I am going to make uh, the character that I want. Baldur's Gate 3 essentially um, is a video game based off of the Forgotten Realms, uh, which is like the the name of like the universe that most of the Dungeons and Dragons games take place in. With that with that game you can literally make your any your own story in any kind of universe, but most people do Forgotten Realms because it's a pretty established uh, world with with history and cities and everything. Um, but uh, Baldur's Gate is a very important coastal city on the west coast of a continent called Faerun and Forgotten Realms, and uh, they're all like the stories have all had like different antagonists. In this uh, game, they're going to have a villain called... Darn it, I should have had my monster manual with me as well. Um, a uh, The main antagonist is, is a species called the Mind Flare, which I talked about in that podcast. If you want to know a little bit more what a Mind Flare is, you can listen to that. And essentially, they have kidnapped a group of... Uh, adventurers and are attempting to turn them into mind flares by 
consuming their brains and implanting tadpoles inside of their heads that turn them into mind flares. So something happens. Uh, the ship gets um, attacked. You get uh, stranded and you don't know much of your past. I, I believe that's the, the way that they're going with this. All you know is that you have a tadpole in your head that's slowly converting you into a mind flayer. And so I think that's a really interesting approach that they're doing. I don't know how... I, I know that based off of certain decisions that you make, it's going to affect how quickly you evolve into a mind flayer. But I don't know if they're actually going to let you like fully convert and what does that even mean. But either who... um. It's early access, so the game is technically not getting released tomorrow. It's getting uh, released as an early access game. So they're putting like 30 hours of content out there for people to try of, of one playthrough, which I think is great. Most games that are full price, you don't even get to play that much hours in them anyways. So you get 30 hours of content in this. You get a lot of, of races and classes you can play with. A lot of races, the classes not so much. So in... Um, Rule set five in the original, like in the player's handbook, in here, I think there is about 10 different classes. Let me look up right now, real quick. Um, we have, yeah, it looks like 10. Um, I thought there was like a table of contents <laughs> in the player's handbook, but there isn't. Hey, um, uh, why am I forgetting the name of the company right now? Uh, um, anyways, the company that manages Dungeons and Dragons, you guys should probably think about adding a table of contents for references like that. But, um, yeah, I think there's like 10 to 12 different classes. Actually, I could tell you right now, I'm a moron. I have this, uh, D&D Beyond. I will tell you right now. I'll just have to simply log into... Classes, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12 classes. Wow, got it on the second try. That's pretty awesome. So 12 classes, you're only going to be able to play five of the classes. So you're only going to be able to play, um, I believe, Fighter, Ranger, Warlock, Wizard, and Rogue are going to be the five classes you can play. And right now, and a lot of races. So the issue is not the races, more the classes. I'm really debating what class I want to play. Uh, when I was playing with my friends, I was playing a drow or dark elf bard. A bard essentially is a musician, very charismatic, very talkative. But essentially, they're like a storyteller. Like those people that you see in like the, the fantasy movies where like there's like a person playing in a bar, telling stories. <clears throat> playing music that's what a bard is but a bard is more than that in dungeons and dragons because they're able to fight they're fighters they're they're like the they're conveyors of of storytelling of their own adventures and so there are fighters uh musician and spellcaster all in one they're really cool of a class and some people even argue probably one of the most overpowered classes in in rule set five but uh, I just like them because it just fit more the type of person that I am. But um, I gave it a try. I enjoyed it a lot, but I don't like necessarily playing characters that fit the type of person that I am. And I've talked about this before already. So I'm left with, uh, 
I might do a rogue. Might do an elven rogue. Um, do some sneak attack. Might uh, do. Um, there's a special class of rogue that can be a, a spellcaster. I think it's like a trickster rogue, where essentially they're able to cast spells while also, um, you know, being very sneaky. I might do that. I'm not entirely sure yet. I I I, I would have rather been limited by. Uh, race than class but i mean i can understand why they probably wanted a ton of races but over time they're going to be releasing more and more classes which is cool so i'm getting into this like early in development and i am like every single second trying to see when this game is going to be released on the store i don't know if it's midnight uh tomorrow which would be in three hours for me or if it's like later on in the afternoon it's really annoying (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been just researching a ton of lore from this and, you know, while also navigating working and, and dealing with my personal thing as well, but this is a a distraction that I kind of need in life right now. And I'm just looking forward to it. It's a game. It's one of those where I can pick it up whenever I'm free. That's why I'm really excited about it because a lot of games really require you to kind of be invested all the time or at least the type of games that i play tend to require you to kind of always be playing whereas this i can play whenever i'm free whenever i have a second where i'm not working or or like i can't work and and you know i'm not being a parent at the moment and have some free time then i can just do that for like 30 minutes to an hour and just pick back up where i was at before and so that's why I'm super excited because I've been waiting for a game that's like this, that's set in the Dungeons and Dragons universe. And I've just been a big fan of Baldur's Gate forever. It's because of that game that I got so involved into Dungeons and Dragons in the first place. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't know. You're probably going to be hearing more about this tomorrow. Uh, if I look super excited, it's because the game actually turned out really great and it came out without issues. If I look really upset, it's not because I have anything against the studios making this this game. It's just something happened that caused this game not to be as smooth of a launch as a, as all the fans want it to be. But I don't know. This this is super cool. Again, nowhere it will never replace tabletops because tabletops you could be whatever you want to be, and it is so cool making whatever character you want. Um, and I actually had this idea that I'm going to try where essentially I'm going to, no one does this by the way, but to have a successful Dungeons and Dragons, you need someone to be the dungeon master, someone to create the universe, create the storytelling, the, the campaign, the, the purpose behind why you and your friends are partied up in the first place. Um, and I've never, I've never done that yet. And I, I one day maybe want to jump into being a DM but at the moment, I just don't want to do that. It requires a lot of time. You have to really do a lot of storytelling. It's so much easier just to manage one character. But the problem is, like, if you don't have a DM, you can't have Dungeons and Dragons. And so to kind of navigate around that, my idea is to make a, a uh, average level character. So between level 5 or 10, um, make a character but do a storytelling where essentially I'll reach out to public forums where people are looking for, like they're about to jump into a, like a difficult campaign 
and they might need an extra person temporarily for this campaign. And I want to I want to test the idea of jumping between multiple different people's groups and their campaigns and playing one or two sessions with them and then leaving and joining someone else's group and being almost like um, someone for hire. And I think it will be really cool to do something like that because it really will showcase the story of a person that goes and, and, and goes through multiple different adventures with different people. Because when you do campaigns, you're always doing it with the same people, the same party until your party gets obliterated and then, or a party member dies and then that person has to reroll a new character. But, um, I, I like the idea of just being able to bounce between and just seeing how different people uh, manage their campaigns. And what I want to do is I want to take a map of Faerun, the, mo- the more of the popular uh, continents uh, in the Forgotten Realms, and and put my character in a city and be like, hey, my character is in this city, planning on going to this city. Um, if you're needing any help in your campaign, you know, hit like message my character. And I want to make a story where like these people approach me and 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 converse with me as if like I'm a non-playable character and then they hire me to come on board and if I do and everything works out fine and and we make an agreement on like what they're going to pay me for my work and I want this history to follow me so I want to like make a diary of this character and and have him uh just continue going until he gets killed which will be a sad day because it ends my idea but my whole goal would be not to die. <laughs> um, and that's everyone's goal, obviously, in Dungeons & Dragons. But, you know, you never know the type of opponents that you're going to be fighting. And I'm assuming that I'm going to get a lot of focus as well since I'm not particular in, particularly in anyone's group. Um, I might have actually a story. I, I'm, I'm working. That's another reason why I have this book right now because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a race class story for this character. And um, I'm not entirely sure yet what it's going to be, but I will let you guys know when it comes out. Either way, I this is the nerd, by the way. You're going to get a lot of nerd um, because there's just no ability to socialize with people at the moment. Um, I do have a, a few meetings this week, uh, which is super exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked to finally get in front of people and and start helping them with their Medicare needs. But outside of that, like either I'm temporarily around older individuals I can trust with all CDC precautions taken and everything of that nature, or I'm stuck at home. Those are literally the only two mediums I have at the moment. And if I'm stuck at home when I'm free, I'm going to be nerding it out and just, you know, going back to my grassroots as a kid. And I, I just, man, I just never thought, being older meant that I could continue doing the things that I enjoyed doing as a kid, but even better because like I'm older and I could get whatever I want and do whatever I want. So that's probably why you also see a dragon in the background. That's like a DM board that and the behind has all like quick info for like how to manage being a dungeon master. It came with the box set for like all the books. Um, and I'm never a dungeon master. So I just felt like using it to cover my roadcaster pro, but um, yeah, Anyways, I'm nerding it out right now. I'm super excited. And I have the availability to, to kind of do it at certain times of my life. And so I'm going to continue nerding it out. And I uh, hope you guys will join along in my adventures of nerdom. Um, 
and the, and the small times that I do them in life. So, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to me nerding out, and I will catch you guys all mañana. Peace. <laughs>